tangible, visceral examples that helped me better understand the complicated theories of leadership. Having been in the business world for many years now, mostly in large corporate settings, I am still confounded and amazed that, of the hundreds of managers and supervisors I've encountered, I can count on one hand the number of real leaders among them. Many of these men and women are corrupted by power, most tend to pressure or dictate when simple suggestions or recommendations would suffice. And almost always there is a lack of understanding of the simple points of human nature, such as a person's reaction at being ordered to do something rather than being asked his or her opinion. Perhaps true leadership is uncommon in today's society because it's not genuinely understood and has often been misinterpreted. James McGregor Burns, author of the book Leadership, followed this line of thinking when he wrote, Many acts heralded or bemoaned as instances of leadership, acts of oratory, manipulation, sheer self-advancement, brute coercion, are not such. Much of what commonly passes as leadership, conspicuous position-taking without followers or follow-through, posturing on various public stages, manipulation without general purpose, authoritarianism, is no more leadership than the behavior of small boys marching in front of a parade who continue to strut along Main Street after the procession has turned down a side street toward the fairgrounds. Why are there so few leaders in today's business community? The answer seems to be that most managers simply don't understand or know enough about the nuts and bolts of skilled leadership. It's a difficult subject to master because there are no specifics that can be taught, and it is even more arduous to implement because doing so often involves trial and failure, pain and discomfort. Since leadership principles are usually expressed rather abstractly, there is a great need for simple, concrete illustrations. Tangible examples make the difference. People relate to them. That's what the study of Lincoln gives us, tangible examples from a widely recognized great leader. Therein lies the basic premise of this book. I hope that present and future leaders in all walks of life will be enlightened, as I was, by the remarkable leadership genius of Abraham Lincoln, and then will use that knowledge to improve their own skills. And now, Lincoln on Leadership. Introduction Throughout the relatively brief history of the United States, there have been many great leaders. Several such as Washington, Adams, Jefferson, and the Roosevelts, became presidents. Others, like Franklin, Webster, Anthony, and King, made a dramatic impact on mankind without reaching the White House. There are countless other leaders on both local and national levels in all aspects of society who could be labeled great. Yet, there is one person who rises above all of them one who is consistently ranked as the greatest president, one who is viewed as the greatest leader this nation has ever known or will ever know, and one who, although dead for more than 125 years, still inspires and moves people from all walks of life from all around the globe. That person is Abraham Lincoln. 
It's not surprising that our vision of Lincoln today is more mythical than real. His role as the embattled Civil War president and savior of the nation was magnified after his assassination. And with time, his enduring image as the great emancipator has catapulted him to a level near sainthood. In addition, the labeling of Lincoln as Honest Abe and the rail splitter by the media of his time has been perpetuated for well over a century. Every school-age child in America knows about Abraham Lincoln. Thousands of books and articles have been written on various aspects of his life. Moreover, the image of Lincoln is everywhere. His likeness is on the penny, the five-dollar bill, savings bonds, and certificates of deposit. There are countless statues, photographs, paintings, and sketches of him throughout the United States and around the world. His likeness adorns courtrooms, schools, public buildings, and private residences. There have been plays written about him, along with movies, television programs, magazine articles, songs, and poems. His name has been associated with motels, automobiles, toys, banks, organizations, streets, and objects too numerous to list. In addition, his letters, notes, written speeches, and autographs are in demand all over the world. With all this exposure ingrained in the American stream of consciousness, it's easy to see why the distance between the myth and the reality of Lincoln is still very wide. In fact, it has only been in the last twenty or thirty years that Lincoln enthusiasts have begun to explore the real Lincoln, and at the same time try to separate and downplay the myth. Curiously, with everything that has been written about Abraham Lincoln, little is known about his extraordinary leadership ability. This is perhaps because leadership theory itself is a relatively recent phenomenon. Only in the last ten to fifteen years has the study of leadership been examined closely and not as part of the management philosophy of the business world. In a way, Abraham Lincoln represented the summation of those leadership qualities that had helped to form a nation. The last great leader before industrial change, Lincoln stood for all that was right, honest, and self-evident. As a boy, his heroes were the Founding Fathers, and he studied the history of that young nation that was so devoted to human rights. He grew up in poverty and had a binding link to the common people. He was innovative at a time when the age of discoveries and inventions was just beginning. He was compassionate and caring, yet when necessary, could put his foot down firmly and be decisive beyond question. He was patient, persistent, consistent, and persuasive rather than dictatorial. But without a doubt, the foundation of Abraham Lincoln's leadership style was an unshakable commitment to the rights of the individual. Interestingly, in the many definitions of leadership, there are few references to this basic concept of human rights. 
James McGregor Burns, in his landmark book, Leadership, came the closest when he wrote, Leadership is leaders inducing followers to act for certain goals that represent the values and the motivations, the wants and needs, the aspirations and expectations of both leaders and followers. And the genius of leadership lies in the manner in which leaders see and act on their own and their followers' values and motivations. As close as Burns comes to a pure definition of leadership, it still seems a shade unfinished or incomplete. Such is the case, however, with virtually every attempt at interpreting, clarifying, or defining the true meaning of leadership. Leadership is an elusive concept that at times can be vague and ambiguous. As a result, there are no set rules or formulas for leaders to follow. There are only guidelines and concepts, perceptions and ideas, abstractions and generalities. This is why the art of leading people is so difficult to master and teach, and why there is such a great need for role models. We must study individuals who are recognized as successful leaders those who have demonstrated their abilities with tangible results. In short, we must look to our heroes. For it is only by examining individuals such as Abraham Lincoln that we can ever hope to understand how effective leadership works. Studies of other well-known leaders suggest that certain factors in childhood can pre-